Yeah. Thanksgiving. Like Thanksgiving. Version 2, or episode 2 of Thanksgiving. Wouldn't it technically uh, be uh, episode 0, because American hasn't happened there yet? Well, no, I meant because we talked about it last week. Right, so that was the oh. prequel to Canadian Thanksgiving, which is the first Thanksgiving. Uh, I, I missed episode 1, because... Oh, yeah, here. you weren't here. Yeah. Welcome back. Yay! Yay! Welcome How back. How was your Thanksgiving? I have, I have internet. You found your headset. Yeah, you know what the worst part was? Like, I... We had internet, so I would I could have been on last time, but I had no microphones because everything was still packed. Oh, okay. okay. So, so you could have been surrounded by cardboard boxes. You could have been part of that. Exactly. I could have just been in a sat in a uh, Skype chat, just texted you guys. Yeah. John says John he says. also likes this game. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> just kind of text. So bad. Input. But you know what? Someone should do that. Just a giant like we talked for four hours, but we typed it to each other. Here's our conversation. <laughs> I guess that's kind of like your digital discretions thing, isn't it? Right, and then you have a transcript right away. Yeah, for publishing. There so. you go. Well, but how, we'll how have to do that how eventually in the future. Okay. Once you make how millions is... and need to sell our book. Yes, yes. The top-down perspective book. Yep. <laughs> how it all began. Top-down. <laughs> the autobiography. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Three employees at EB Games went on to talk about stuff on the internet. So just, what did you guys like do last weekend for Thanksgiving, John Stark? Okay. I, uh... Went to my girlfriend's mom's place for food, and then I went to my sister's place for food. So what's, what's what kind food for of you? food? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. What manner of food? Like uh, well, tradition. Yeah, traditional Thanksgiving meal. So uh, first Pie? place had like turkey, ham. Oh, shoot, I'm trying to think of what else was there. Mashed potatoes, stuffing, stuffing. Yes, cranberry okay. sauce. Mm, yes, lots of dinner rolls. Okay. Pumpkin Great. pie. Um, I thought there was, but I don't remember seeing any. Okay. <laughs> I know I know. at my sister's place, we just had, like, some chocolate cake. Okay. Yeah, there was chocolate cake and pie, and I went with cake, because that was the winner. So. Cake is better than pie. Yes. Yeah, no, I agree with this. Yeah. I think we've established that, but it's worth reiterating. Are all three of us on board with that, yeah? Yeah, we're team yep. cake. Okay, cake. I thought Nathan was team pie. No, I, no, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever been on team pie. Well, now pie. I can secretly... Uh, I can stop secretly cursing your name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Finally. We're like, friends whenever again. you had dessert somewhere, I'd just be like, man, I know this one guy. He's way in a pie. What an idiot. Yeah, I can't believe <laughs> it. And then I would just be depressed during dessert, and that would just make me angrier. Okay. But it was all not true, because, yeah, team cake. So. Uh, yeah. It was all Good a times. big misunderstanding. Ah. Uh, Nathan, what did you do? frame, credits roll. Uh, similar, went to my grandmother's house for food. Um, family was there, and we talked about things. I'm trying to think what exactly came what up. What food did you have? Did you have all the turkey and mashed potatoes? Yeah, we had turkey. Um, I think I think there were mashed. No, there were no mashed potatoes. I don't think. Oh, lucky yeah. you! I guess I I like mashed potatoes, but I don't remember having. Oh, okay. Any. Well, that's not. Um, so, is like macaroni a thing at Thanksgiving? Sometimes it, can it depends. Be. I've never I've never had that, and everyone I talk to has never had that. But I hear about it from. I, I like I I've seen like macaroni casseroles. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that I've seen a lot more than just plain macaroni. It's usually rice related casseroles at my grandma's house, but they're pretty good too. I don't think I've ever had ca- casserole related dish at any Thanksgiving I've been to. It's more of a side, but it's it's yeah, it's good. never a main dish. Yeah, yeah, for sure, sure. Um, and yeah, there was pumpkin pie I think as well. I mentioned that already though, and beverages, yeah. coffee, all that good stuff. Okay. Um, balloons? There were some balloons. That was fun. What? Oh, wow. So well, there was a, a little kid there, so, you know, blow up some balloons, but 
they're kind of fun. So batting them around. Were they helium know. balloons? No, just regular okay. air. I think helium's in short supply, so you gotta. Really, well, we're, we're running low on helium. helium. It's awesome. It is pretty awesome. Also, blimps. So, yeah. Bad for your brain, though. How was yours, Sean? You you've kind of just been interviewing us about Thanksgiving. What what did you do? Um, girlfriend went home for uh, because she's way into Thanksgiving. I'm not way into Thanksgiving, so I had hot dogs by myself. Nice, exciting. <laughs> just boiled too, like. No, just no, just throw them in the microwave. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I don't know if that's better or worse, but whatever. Bachelor over here, you know what I'm saying? Just a barbecue. No, I wish that would have been classing it up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It would have been more flavorful too. No, just you know, throw them in the microwave and then eat them and then go back to playing too much Borderlands. Okay, but you were thankful for those hot dogs, so I was thankful still... that I was eating for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Most the people spirit are. Of Thanksgiving maintained. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. To some extent. Hey, you know what else I'm thankful for? What's that? The top-down perspective. I thought you were going to say video games were yeah, top-down perspective. I thought of that first, but then I was like, well, why? I could just go right into the name of the show. That's All right. true. And what's the but date thanks today, for, Thanks for just stopping that transition. It's what I do. Yeah. The last John, week, he was so smooth. Everything was great. And then John was and just like, And oh, then I had to come back and ruin everything. It's, oh, uh... John. Nate, John, what's the date? <sighs> okay. Yeah, uh, I John guess we're today. recording this October 11th since we tweeted that we were recording it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, I we am your host this week, back from my vacation of moving. Was it much of a vacation? Not even remotely. Yeah, we'll get into that later. All right. Kind of fun though, right? What? Chapters. No. Okay. Who Spoil- in their right mind finds you're spoiling the like the end of the show? Okay, okay. Tune in for the end of the show if you want to hear about John's house. <laughs> Everyone just skips everything. <laughs> I don't want to hear about video games. His house. Well, I guess since we're here, we might as well talk about video games. Yay! Sean, I'm, what have you been I'm, playing? I'm here. Sean's here. Oh. I'm introducing myself. Nathan, are you going to introduce yourself or should I introduce Oh, you? yeah. Hey, well, my name's Nathan. Um, I, I'm on this podcast talking. He, he likes long, long walks on the beach. Ponies. Uh, I, I do like ponies. I do like long walks, but there's just no beaches around here. Long so. walks on the ponies. <laughs> well, there's like yeah. you can go to like, like a man-made beach, movie. like Sylvan Lake or uh, that reservoir. What's that one? I went to over the summer a couple times. I forgot it. Sokomi Lake. There you go. Okay. Lake Chestermere. Does that have a beach? I don't know that one. Probably not. I don't. Th- I think that's just like a boating beach or boating area. Yeah. So okay. But anyway, yes, I'm yeah. here as well. Sean, what have you been playing? What have I been playing? I'm going to tell you all about what I've been playing. Borderlands 2, finish that. DLC's just coming out, though, so you ready? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Wait, you actually finished? You got the thousand? No, because the thousand is stupid in this game. Oh, okay. Um, they seem to take the lessons that they got from uh, Claptrap Robot Revolution of don't put random stuff in it, and just did that again. So there's like two or three um, achievements that are all about killing... Uh, random encounter enemies. Like, mm-hmm. one is called Donkey Mong, which is like a spoof on Donkey Kong. But he's just oh, ultra rare. It. So it's just like, you should play this forever until he appears. It's like, well, I'm not gonna do that because I have a life. There's not okay. like a specific area he shows up in or anything? There is a specific area, but they, it's, I was even looking on the uh, achievement forms and they've said it's really rare to find him. Fun. Hmm. And, you know, because even the way Borderlands works is with the enemies, once you kill everyone in the kind of area, they won't spawn again until you, like, leave and come back or wait a significant amount of time. Mm. 
such a significant amount of time, I've never actually waited to find out how long it is. So, that's there you go. Anyway, so yeah, I don't have the full thousand. I think I have around 600. I think I put in about 30 hours. Uh, but there's still some more I want to go back and kind of wrap up, for mm-hmm. sure. Maybe try out oh, some other classes. So you've done a like a rollover? You've beaten the stuff? Yeah, I've, I've beaten the main game. Almost every single uh, side objective except one of them that you get at the end is basically you're going to fight a level 52 boss that you will not be able to beat. Okay. So come back once you've played the game for twi- twice. Okay. Are um, you still single player, kind of? Or were you playing with John some more? Were you guys doing uh, Not John. John was busy. Uh, but I went full on uh, multiplayer. I just turned my game on uh, open and like four guys, or I guess three guys would jump in immediately and they just helped me out and it was just, it's so much better that way. Oh, okay. Does it so. default to voice chat on and you got a bunch of dudes trash talking or no? Uh, it defaults to voice chat on. I didn't come across like anyone in a negative light. Like yeah. I had a really good online experience. I don't see that uh, Borderlands of all games kind of attracting that kind of crowd. Right, because you're cooperating, so it's not competitive. Right, really. they have no reason to be like, yeah, that's right, I'm about to teabag you now. It's like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> okay. So. I guess I ran into some jerks playing Left 4 Dead that way, which is also a cooperative game, but oh well. At least right. that's nice to see that they are not. Yeah, I think Left 4 Dead's a bit of a different case, considering it, since Valve owns it, everyone owns it. Mm-hmm. So, just, you know, everyone involves jerks. So... Okay, so your odds of running into jerks is higher. Higher than someone who has to spend money on the game, as okay. opposed to just be given it a thousand times. Mm-hmm. But okay, so Borderlands continues to Borderlands yeah. it up. But um, times. what I really want to talk about is uh, Dear Esther. Okay. Has anyone else here played that? Nope. It's sitting in my Steam stuff, like it's installed and everything, ready okay, to go. Okay, that game I is haven't... an hour long. Oh, I didn't know that. That's perfect. Okay. That game is one hour on the on like the high end. Okay. So, I guess for those who don't know, like it's almost like, is this even a game, really? Mm-hmm. So, graphics look great. Like that's why I'm almost thinking it's more of just a tech demo to like look at this really cool island and trees we built, kind of setting. But all you can do okay. is you can walk. And you can kind of like turn the camera. You don't ever see yourself, so you're basically controlling a camera. But it's supposed to be a guy. All, that's all you can do is kind of control the camera and walk. That's it. Mm-hmm. And there's basically paths on this island, mainly one path, and you just follow it for an hour as he kind of narrates this a certain situation that happened in his life until you get to the uh, until you get to this end point in the game. And okay. I'm, like, I'm not going to spoil it. Um, Interesting, okay. I did not know it was that type of weird experimental type thing, so... Right, and, like, it even, like, because I didn't know a ton about it either, I knew it was short, but, like, when it started up, it was like, oh, man, there's, like, a kind of a creepy little shack here, I'm gonna take a look at it, and everything's just kind of gross-looking, and he turns on a flashlight. For a second there, I was like, is this a survival horror game? Well, those dudes ended up teaming up with the amnesia people, so... Right, they're doing, um, what's the, what's the pig thing? Uh, Machine for Pigs. Machine for Pigs, right. Um... So, like, they, they definitely have a cool way of kind of setting up atmosphere and stuff. Um, but for the most part, it's basically just, hey, we kind of had, like, almost a poem we had set out, and we just wanted you to experience the poem. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's an hour long. I got it b- back on a Steam sale. I don't even remember how much I spent on it. I think it was two forty nine or something. Like, it was pretty Maybe. cheap there. Yeah, it was pretty cheap, so I picked that up. Uh, I actually went into it thinking it was... Um, 
to the moon. Do you know that game? Yeah, that's another kind of narrative that right. you don't That really was the play one much. I really wanted to play. <laughs> I don't oh, okay. and I'm like, oh wait, no, this is that game. Okay. <laughs> so that's just, you know, kind of a funny little aside. But um Yeah, I can't I can't really recommend it because there's like no replay value. Um and I don't know okay. I might differ with you on that kind of mentality, but I don't know. Well, like, what do you, like, what do you think? Well, unless you're, unless I haven't played it, so unless you're saying like it's the type of story where there's a twist, and then you're kind of just like, oh, well, I know what happens now. Well, so. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything about the story, but just kind of the fact that it's like, well, I'm not going to see anything different again. There's nothing right. really to do on this island besides walk on the path. Okay. E- explore. You could kind of explore a bit, but there's nothing to find. It's just kind of, well, I want to go look at that broken ship because. It's, it's there. It, it looks nice, and it's there. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. it's pretty apparent which way to go because he'll keep narrating if you're going the right way, and if he stops narrating, it's probably because you're not progressing on the correct path. Hmm. Um. That's strange. But okay. Fair enough. It's Maybe. definitely an interesting thing, as just kind of an experiment of like, would you consider this a game, or is it more of just like the equivalent of hitting play on a movie, but holding like it's like down an interactive play the whole time? Movie. Yeah. Okay. Right, so it's kind of it's kind of like a a big question. Like okay, so. that seems that sounds similar to kind of the Blendo games I've been playing lately, like uh, Thirty Flights of Loving, and I played another one this week that I'll talk about. Like sure. they're very very short, very very narrative focused, and yeah, like once you've seen it, you've kind of seen it. But I still enjoyed my time. Like, did you did you enjoy it though? Like, is it a movie worth seeing? Kind of. Uh, yeah, it was okay, but I think anywhere over an hour, like I couldn't have kept doing that. Okay. At some point, I just would have been like, "There's literally, like, literally nothing is going on here. Come on, let me just mm-hmm. get to the end." Okay. So, um, I'll check it out this week then, and we'll. Do you want to just jump into your thing again. if it transitions kind of nicely? Uh, I yeah, sure. I guess I played Gravity Bone, which is the precursor to Thirty Flights of Loving, which is another kind of movie esque experience where you're just kind of this first person controlling this little story that happens. Um. This one, I guess it's more video gamey in that you can fail a couple times. Like there's in Third Flights of Loving, it's literally kind of just an interactive experience where you just hold down, much like it sounds. This was. Dear um, Esther, you can you can't fail, but you can like die if you just oh. like walk off a ledge. It'll just be like, oh, uh, why don't you just try that again? <laughs> okay, weird. Um, yeah, these are both in the Quake Two engine. I think the ones I'm talking about and. Uh, so very simple visual style. And yeah, you're just kind of a secret agent or something, and then this little story plays out. Really cool ending. Um, this one's free, so some people were complaining okay. about 30 Flights of Loving being $5 when it is like a 20-minute game. Uh, this is another 20-minute game. Where can you free, find Gravity so... Bone? Hmm? Where can you find it? I'm, I'd be interested. Uh, just the Blendo Games website, but just type Gravity Bone into Google, and it should okay. be there. Like, it should be the top thing. Um, And the reason I've been kind of looking at these ones is one of the indie games that's getting a lot of talk right now is Quadrilateral Cowboy, which is that dude's first kind of bigger experience, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's Quadrilateral working on something. Cowboy? Yeah. It's apparently... The Bombcast has mentioned it. Yeah. You carry around, like, a little console with you, I guess, and you're hacking within the game, and it has a pretty interesting uh, interface for that stuff, and it's supposed to be kind of cool. But I haven't actually gotten to see that firsthand, because it's in like closed beta or something right now, but yeah. So is is I don't know much about 
cowboy, but is it more of a game and less narrative focus then? Uh, like, I'm hoping he does use some of his narrative techniques in this thing, but I think there's just kind of a more involved component. Maybe it's longer. I'm not really sure. But it's it's definitely getting some positive buzz right now. It's kind of interesting that it seems like the bigger a game gets, the less, the more game it needs to be, you know what I mean? Well, you need something to sustain that, like, your time length or whatever, right? So if sure. it was as simplistic gameplay for, like, two hours, it would probably get pretty boring. Right, which, again, like I said with Dear Esther, for sure. Like, it's, it gets real close to being too long to the point, to, at some point. Fair enough. That's Oops, what you made sorry. it sound like. Okay. Like, you're saying, toward, at, like, near the end of that hour, you were starting to get a little tired of it. No, I would say near the end of the hour, I, w- I was like, okay, that was like a great time. If it had gone like another 30 minutes of exactly what I was doing, because it's pretty pretty linear in terms of what you're doing, um, mm-hmm. I would I would have just been like, oh, you really need to wrap up soon. Two hours would okay. have been really pushing it. I guess um, one other thing I'll say about Gravity Bone is I do like that it's, like, in kind of clever ways, it tells you what to do just in the environment, like where to go and stuff. Like, it guides With you. lights or something? Well, like, just kind of with signs that would be in a hotel and, like, a business card you have in your hand and all this stuff. Like, it kind of guides the player without having to kind of interrupt you and put text up on the screen or something. I don't know. Okay. The, the way it relays information was kind of cool, too. So, And that was from 2009, so he's hopefully gotten even better at doing that. But anyway, that's Gravity Bone. Um, we can go back to your list of stuff. Sure. Uh, next game and then uh, was a Penny Arcade. And the Rain Slick, Precipice of Darkness, Episode 3. Mm-hmm. Picked that up uh, on a sale during PAX for, I think, like $1.50 or something. Were they, like, giving it away for free at some point? I don't think so. I think it was just it was on sale because I I was even at a, a, um, at a panel for the game. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, it's on sale right now. So, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they would have been like, hey, it's free. Everyone here gets it or something. But, you um, get a new copy and you get a new copy. Yeah, but you know, for a dollar fifty. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty damn cheap. Yeah, which speaking of which, I got another great deal this week. I got to tell you guys about, but I'll I'll save that for the end. Um, Penny Arcade episode three. Uh, I'm quite enjoying it. I'm I'm only uh, inside chapter two, I think. Okay. Have you met so in, your wigs yet? No, I'm in the museum. Okay. So pretty pretty early. Uh, I'm enjoying it though. Mm-hmm. Uh, got some good music. Um. And the uh, the art style just looks great on my big monitor. <laughs> well, it looks old, right? Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. And that's I'm, I'm, I'm liking it. Uh, I'm definitely liking the humor. Um, and I never played episode two. I just read a wiki on it. Yeah, then, I didn't even then... do that. So okay. there were a couple things I was a little confused about. No, I actually read it. There was a lot that kind of went on in comparison to one, it seemed. Right. I really should have bought just both of those on PC when they were on sale. I don't know what I was doing. But oh well. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I'm enjoying it. Uh like how long is it, do you know Nathan? Uh, it was like eight, nine hours. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. That's a lot longer than I thought. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was like three. Well how long were the first two, or at least the first one, I guess, because that's the only one that you played, Sean. Uh, that's the only one I played too. I keep it was so long. I think, ago. It, I think it wanted to say around six or eight, because I did it in a day. I think, yeah, like I, I would put it at five or six if I recall. But, yeah, no, I remember because I had my wisdom teeth pulled out, so I had to stay home. Mm-hmm. Just play that. I, I, I can double check my Steam catalog and see what it says, but I'm pretty sure it was about eight hours. Okay. So, 
Yeah. Okay, cool. It yeah, no, I'm looking forward to playing more of it. Um, I like the chapter setup because I can kind of be like, hey, I'm going to do this chapter and then I'll stop. And then... Yeah, I, I did dig that game, but I, I said it before, like, I can't really binge on it. Like, I found myself playing it in, like, an hour chunks. Is that kind of what you're doing? Or... Yeah, that's basically what I've been doing, yep. Okay. Yep, yep. Because it's just, the, I found the combat gets a little repetitive. Yeah. Where gets the point where it's like, well, I'm going to use this guy's attack because it's good on the first turn every time. And then right. I'm going to use this one because it hits, like, four guys at once every time. And then yeah, this girl's going to just wait until she can hit her double attack. So. The, yeah, they don't kind of ask a lot of you until later when there's some fights that ask you to change it up a little bit. But it, at some point, I was just like, I get it. It's old RPG mechanics. Okay. A, A, A. I do like the, um,. Like, kind of the, like, turn bar at the top of the fight, where it's like, here's the command point, and then when you get to this point, it's the attack point, mm-hmm. when you get to this point, it's, like, the wait point. I thought that was cool. And the uh, the addition of the, like, um, what is it, like, intercept, like, knock them back on the bar is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, but I am enjoying it, and for $1.50, like, that's a great deal. Even 5 bucks, I, I would feel fine with that game, for sure. Uh, last game I played this week, Pokemon Black and Blue. Did you guys hear about this? Oh, I played this. This was dumb. You played it? Oh, it's so this dumb. Is you played. I, 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 I didn't get very whole, far in it, though. I beat it, and I wrote a whole bunch on it, and I was going to put it in here, but I was like, no, I want it to be a surprise for you guys. But you, okay. John's played it, so it's more of a surprise for Nathan. Yeah, you know I this saw is, that this happened. It, this was the PETA protest game, right? Yeah, so PETA does it again, except with Pokemon Black and White 2 this time. Because now it's bad, I guess. I don't know. See, it makes more sense for a Pokemon game than, say, Mario. Yeah, that's... It's just so weird, because at the bottom of the game page, it's like, why don't you try our other games? And it's like, what are you doing? Oh. Anyway, so what this is, is it's PETA saying, hey, you know what, Pokemon, they're like animals, kind of, right? Kind uh, of. Putting, putting them in tiny balls is bad, so you're a horrible person. So it basically starts up, and my first thing is they put a ton of detail into this. Okay. Like, couldn't their money and time have been spent elsewhere? Actually saving animals. Yeah, like, John, what did you think? Because, like, they were to the point where they were like, oh, well, we know that electric, type, electric attacks can't affect a grass type, and that's in there. Yeah, they, it's very true to Pokemon in a way. The art style is a cartoony take of the Pokemon art style. I don't know. I just don't take PETA seriously anymore because they actually have the highest, like, euthanized animal rate out of anything else in the world. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's mercy killing, though, maybe, in their minds. So it's I guess. I don't helping. know. No, it is super weird. I've heard weird stuff about them. But Yeah, so I'm just going to kind of go through my little list of things I wrote out about it. So Wasn't Nintendo kind of pissed about this, though? Like, they, they kind of wholesale stole, like, the whole appearance of the characters and everything, right? Of the characters, of characters from the anime and the games, yeah, it's it's all in there. And mm-hmm. the, none of them are deemed good. Everything in the game is covered in blood. Like, <laughs> yeah, even the like, trees. So I don't know what's going on, but everything is covered in blood. The snivy you get, for some reason, just has a half-empty syringe in its head all the time. This is yeah, morbid. Like, everyone looks, like, super beat up. Yeah, and... So the whole pr- premise is you play as the Pokemon that escaped their trainer and then attacked their trainer and then basically attacked, like, Professor Elm, who is, like... Or maybe not Elm. Ju- is it Juniper? I can't remember. Who cares? I think Ju- Juniper sounds right. Yeah. The, Whoa, uh, they, the Yeah, they don't even try to, like, make it a parody. It just says Pokemon. 
Yeah, no, Weird. and like you fight Ash at the end, and he's the worst, and all the trainers that you fight are attacking you with stuff like buzz saws and cow prod or cattle prods. Mm-hmm. So, and and it's just like it's really weird because they have like I hear you like mudkip jokes in there. What? Yeah, you come across a mudkip, and he says, "Oh, hey, I heard you like mudkips," and then they're like, "Oh, you're annoying," and then the mudkip leaves. And okay, so the every time you beat a trainer, you get a treasure. First treasure, it didn't play on my computer, but it was a video. Did it play on yours, John? I didn't want to watch it because I had been warned of what it was. Okay, I'm assuming it's like a horrible PETA video, right? Is yeah, it's it's shot or something. It's video of animal torture. Okay, so here's the really weird thing. The second time you beat a trainer and you get another treasure, because it asks you each time, do you want to open it? And you can say no, which is just odd. But the character the second time even says, hey, be careful, it might be another sad video. Almost saying that this game is stupid in itself. So they're self-aware. So you're saying they're the self- game is too tongue-in-cheek. I don't get it, but they're just like, wouldn't they want me to see that sad video? And now the game's saying, hey, be careful, it might be another one, so you might want to ignore it. And it's like, what? What is your message here? I'm confused. Your message is, why are you spending so much time playing a fake Pokemon I, game I on the I unlocked all the treasures, and I got, like, a sweet Pokemon black and blue background. Oh, nice! A download for if I wanted to print Pokemon trading cards of the horrible trainers and stuff. Oh, nice! Yeah, just really, really weird things. And then it, and the, the, every time you beat a trainer, the, the Pokemon gives a little, like, monologue about what they're doing is bad, and they always include the line, um... Let me try and find it. Oh, that Pokemon exist for their own reasons. Okay. Every every time. And then at the very end, when you beat it, they say, hey, why don't you share this with the world? And then they give you a link to, like, every social network you can think of. Just, oh, just... Did you know PETA stands for Pokemon Ethically Treated, comma, Awesome? Oh, man. I'm, I'm sorry, close. what? Yeah. At the end, it says... Pokemon ethically treated awesome. Yeah, just uh, was so, so dumb. I played Thanks, through Peter. it. They actually had kind of like good music in there and the animation looked good. Like they put a ton of effort into it. Like why are they putting so much time and money into this? A lot of people worked on it when I watched the credits. Well, it's, people are talking about it, so maybe it's a I guess. valid. Well, they always of... talk about it for like a day or two and then we're like, "Oh, this is dumb. Why are we talking about this?" Super yeah. Tofu Boy. Yeah. Alright. Just weird. Game, it's, game I, don't, I don't recommend this game. Do not... Try not to go play it. Who in their right <laughs> mind would recommend a PETA game, to be fair? That's true. I just... I was looking around, like, NeoGAF, and they linked to it, and I was like, oh, what's this? And then, I, yeah, played through that whole thing. It's, like, t- maybe ten minutes long, but, yeah, it's... Oh, it's, it's actually that short? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty short, yeah. I you, thought it was there's, longer. I was There's just playing trainers. it as Sean was talking, and I made it to the first video, so... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I did not watch it, because you said it was gross. But. I, I didn't see it. My computer actually wouldn't load it for some reason. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I don't, oh, okay. I'm missing a plug-in or something. I just but, didn't uh, want to, like, vomit or something right now. I, I'm yeah. not sure what to expect, right? So Yeah, so... Well, you know what to expect. Okay. Animals. I like animals, but... I don't know. So you didn't pick up the real Pokemon game. Yeah, you oh, said we were... you weren't going on record getting Black or White 2, didn't you? Uh, it's coming for review. Ah, okay. So, that's later this month, though. 
I oh I just assumed they were releasing this parody game the week of or something. They did. They it came out this week. Oh, it was this Sunday. Was yeah. the okay. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. John, so what's that, next? Uh, is that all you played, Sean? This is this is all it. Nathan. Oh, you're not looking at the thing. Okay. Um. Okay. This week, uh, I got a copy of Spec Ops: The Line, and I played through that. Have you guys heard much about this one other than what I have? I said? And funny story, this week I was like, "Man, I really want to play Spec Ops," and then you mentioned on like Twitter you were playing it, and it was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard enough sort of interesting things about it that I just wanted to see it for myself. Um, in terms of what it does with its story and everything, uh, I, I don't know if I really like the game overall because it still falls right in that kind of third-person cover-based shooter that I'm kind of getting tired of. But it does do one or two kind of cool things, so it's kind of interesting. Basically, they kind of have this moral dilemma that happens partway through. Yeah, don't give any spoilers. Yeah, I won't won't talk specifically about it. But, yeah, they do kind of do an interesting story hook that takes place partway through. And the characters are kind of getting depressed with what they have to do, which is kind of interesting, but... Yeah, I'm trying to trying to think how to describe my issues with it without expo- just spoiling everything. I guess I'll just say it takes a lot of inspiration from Apocalypse Now, which I found kind of cool. Um, there is a character that there are two characters really that seem directly pulled from that. If you haven't seen the movie though, I guess it wouldn't really mean much to you. But yeah, I have not. It's an how interesting long source it? of inspiration. It was like I, I thought it was longer, but I played up to the point in. Uh, the demo from E3 was, which is chapter 13, in one sitting, and then I went back to play it more the next day, and there was only like an hour left, so I think it's like a six-hour game at max, probably. Okay. It's not very long. Um, I played on easy mode, though, because the demo I played at E3 was really, really hard, and I just didn't want to deal with that, so... Was yeah. this on uh, PC? Uh, this was on PS3. Okay. Um, I went with that version. Um, Kind of, yeah... Totally decent in terms of the mechanics and stuff, like a third-person shooter like you'd expect. Um, for the well-worn modern military kind of subgenre, it does something kind of new, so that was kind of cool. Um, I do like Nolan North's performance in it. He It still sounds a lot like he always does, but because of the nature of the story, it's kind of cool to see this third-person shooter character have to deal with some heavy business in relation to killing a lot of people that Nathan Drake does not. I've, I've found the casting kind of interesting in that respect. You know, because okay. Nathan Drake will casually kill, like, hundreds of dudes in his story, and they don't right. even care about it, whereas this game kind of comments on having to do that and how weird that is. Is that just um, throwing you off because it's Nolan North, then? No, no, it, it might enhance it a little bit. Like, it's kind of like casting, like specifically with that in mind, you know, like, this is the guy that you usually see killing a lot of people, but in this game, he has a conscience about it. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it works anyway. Uh, Because, yeah, it is very much the Nolan North voice. It is not him hiding that. So, if you want to hear Nathan Drake curse a lot, this is the game. Um, And, yeah, the setting of Dubai and everything is pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, if, if... I'm trying to think what my issues are, really. Like, the the moral dilemma isn't... Like, if if there's any problems with it, specifically I have little nitpicks with the story, but I can't really talk about them. 
But I guess I also find the achievements kind of weird in this case, because the, the game encourages you to shoot people in the face and do all the normal shooter stuff, but the story kind of asks whether or not that's good, which was weird. Like, it kind of opened up a possibility for calling it hypocritical in a way maybe, most games wouldn't. You know? Maybe they figured out that the people who want the achievements probably wouldn't care about the story. I, maybe, or like multiplayer, because it still has a full multiplayer campaign, all that stuff too, I haven't really looked at that. I'm assuming Horde mode and whatever, maybe. Though I can't say for sure. I guess I shouldn't really comment on the multiplayer, I haven't played it. Um, I don't know, it's it's weird. It's like a shooter that kind of feels bad for being a shooter. Um, okay. So, that's, so did you enjoy your time with it? Uh, d- Generally, I guess. Like, it did pull me through the whole game, like, relatively quickly but uh yeah I, I didn't get tired of it or anything so it's a it's a decent game but very much a genre i've played a lot of so it's not my cup of tea. like it's not exactly what i want but still good okay yeah i'm still i want to play it i've been it's uh, just this week i wanted to play it right okay like once some more people i know have <clears throat> played through it and know what I'm talking about, we can kind of have a better discussion about it, maybe. Sure. Maybe not for the podcast, but I, I kind of have things I want to say about it, but without the common experience, not worth doing. Um, then there was the NES Parte, which... Okay. The NES Parte, sorry. Any details um, on Like, did you just have a NES party by yourself, or...? Oh, no, it, it wasn't really a Parte. It was... That's just how I summarized playing a few games. Uh, Brittany was there. And we played some stuff, but ah, okay. Um, yeah, I guess the I thought my NES was broken, but it turns out there's just a button on my TV that scrambles everything, and I'm not sure why that button exists. But I pressed it, and then everything worked again. So yay! Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, I finally played it. What do you um, think? I I was kind of impressed by how much there was to the game, but then I was really annoyed there were incidental enemies for no reason. Because my understanding going into it was, like, you're just kind of wandering around this camp trying to do stuff, and then Jason shows up and messes up your party, which is like the movies, which is totally fine. But there's these weird goblin dudes just around. Have you ever played it? Oh, I've played it, yeah. Yeah, what's with those guys? They're, they're just top. They're just, they're just there to do damage to you. That Yeah, like, that really bummed me out that that was part of the game. Because the, the only time on the main screen that uh, Jason will actually attack you is when you're in the boat. Oh, that's the only time he does that? Yeah, otherwise you only fight him when you go into a cabin he's in. Oh, okay. Yeah, I ran into him in the cabins a couple times, and then, yeah, he did the boat thing once. I assume that was him, like, traveling across the island to a different cabin or something, but I wasn't Probably, really sure. Probably, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, you play as six counselors, you're trying to save the kids from Jason, who does not have a machete, which also kind of weirded me out. He just punches you. Um, and you have Maybe a his hand is a machete. <laughs> I I was I was actually just kind of bummed out. They did. I, I think it's based on like Friday the Thirteenth one, so it's like pre machete Jason. I don't think he gets it to like the second or third one. Well, it, it wasn't Jason in the very first movie though. So I, actually, by '88 they would have had three or four of them out already. Okay, so I good think point, it's yeah. just Jason, like because it's his mom in the first one. But you can I get a machete though. You can. Like I got little throwing knives, and I was throwing rocks and stuff. Yeah, I think you get, like, a pitchfork later, and I think a machete. I didn't even, like, is there multiple objectives? Because it was just saying, like, you gotta light the fireplace, so... You light the fireplaces, and then you, I think that, 
you find like the cabin in the woods that Jason's mom lived in, and then you fight Jason's mom's floating head or something like that. Weird. Yeah, some of the gameplay was reminding me of like Castlevania in terms of throwing stuff and running. You, you have to beat Jason, I think, three times to actually beat the game. Gross. Like, I... like full blown. Not like beat him in like a little duel in a cabin. You gotta like whittle his health down three times, and that's like twelve duels each or something crazy. Okay, yeah, I didn't get anywhere close to accomplishing that. But, I don't know. I I really just wish they had stripped it down a little bit more, and it was just you versus Jason and whatever other stuff. Like, not the weird, dumb enemies that are just for the sake of nothing. But, I don't know. It was worth the $5, I guess, just to see it. I'm not how, sure how much. How would you feel it. if you were Jason in the game instead? If you were Jason and you had to hunt people? Yeah. Isn't that kind of Splatterhouse, or... I, I guess, in a way, but, like, Splatterhouse, you're fighting other monsters. Oh, okay. That'd and... be kind of neat, but I don't know if they would have had a stalk and murder game on See, the NES. Here's, here's the funny thing. You know there's a, a Nightmare on Elm Street game for the NES, right? Okay. Do you play uh, as Freddy? No, you play you play as uh, clones, I guess, of Johnny Depp and whatever the girl was in the game, in the movie. Oh, okay. But uh, originally, the Nightmare on Elm Street game was supposed to be you playing as Freddy, hunting down children and killing them. Whoa! I guess that like, would make more sense. Yeah, the like the, there's like there's pictures and like people. posters out for it. Like it was close to coming out, and then Nintendo was like, "What are you doing? Stop that!" <laughs> okay, and this was before the ESRB was anything. So exactly, because really that didn't come right until after Mortal Kombat. That would make more sense as a game. Because at no point in the movie was Kevin Bacon throwing knives at anybody. So. I don't know. That that makes more sense. But yeah, that was that was the first one. Then I played TNC Surf Design. Wow. Which yeah. Um I'm what not does good TNC at it. stand for? I don't know. I actually really don't know. I the main reason I own this game is because it's the subject of the Time Trotters episode. If you recall. But uh, I like how we're all looking this up right now. Yeah. Town and Country Surf? <laughs> nope. That's a... Uh... That's a shop. It might be town and country. Who knows? I, I can't really say. That's a sh- it, that's it, a... it is town and country, sir. Town and country, sir. Okay. Uh, town and country. Town and country. I was coughing. My bad. I guess Brittany had nostalgia for this game. She played it quite a bit growing up. I we She was better at surfing than I was, but I still don't quite understand how that mechanic works. Um, yeah, I, no, I've played this game too, and I, as a kid I even remember the having problems with the surfing. And the skateboarding, I always fall at the same chasm because I can't hit that jump right. So it just goes bad. Like, partway through, there's just a huge gorge and there's only one jump and you need to do this weird angled skating thing to have enough momentum to even clear it. Do they at least call it, like, land surfing so it makes sense? No, it's just... I I don't know if the game actually has a subtitle, does it? That would indicate that there's also skateboarding. Uh, town and Country Surf Design, Wood and Water Rage. Oh, it is Wood and Water Rage. Well, okay. surfboards are made of wood, aren't they? Yeah. And and so are skateboards. I yeah. know, but I'm just saying, that could still not be about skateboards. But it could sports. also include skateboards. Uh, but yeah, you got Tiki Man, you got a cat and a giant tuxedo. Um, Well, giant cat and a giant tuxedo. Well, no, a giant cat and a regular-sized tuxedo. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird game. Uh, then Apparently I played... it got a sequel. Really? Yeah, was the cool town guy? and country too? Thrilla Surfari, <laughs> Thrilla Gorilla. Yeah, the main the game the main character is Thrilla Gorilla, a surfing skateboarding mascot of TNC Surf Design, on a yeah, quest to save a his girlfriend Barbie Bikini. 
who has been kidnapped by a witch doctor named Wazula. I think Sounds some of these great. characters are new. But This yeah. game is set in Africa. Okay. I only have the first one. I think it's set in Los Angeles. I had no idea there was a second one. That <laughs> okay. blew my mind. Just is there lots of surfing in Africa? Uh, apparently. The only screenshot I see on Wiki, though, is of him skateboarding. But the cover of the game shows him surfing on lava from a volcano. Okay. This is awesome. Extreme. That's some extreme sports. GamePro gave it a 4 out of 5. Whoa. That's pretty good. It's a decent score. Um, then I played some Battletoads. <laughs> which... Why? Uh, because apparently everyone really loves the pause music, and they're yeah. right to do so, because it's pretty awesome. Um, so I just wanted to hear that. And then I ended up playing a couple stages, and there's a lot more variety to that game than I knew, which was cool. Um, yeah. Oh, and I really liked how the first boss, it switches camera perspectives to his point of view, and you're throwing stuff at him. I thought that was kind of neat. But, yeah, I'll probably play that some more. Uh, you're, John, you're a fan of this game, correct? Yeah, I've, I've been Maltos. Do you prefer this one or Battle Maniacs? Battle Maniacs is easier. Okay. So it doesn't have that charm. No, no, no. Battle Max is like it's still challenging, but it's easier. Okay. I think mainly because it's shorter. Oh, okay. How Wasn't long? Wasn't there a game? Sorry. Wasn't there a game in the last couple years that also switched perspectives, and it was you punching? Uh, the main thing it reminded me of was there's a battle, like there's a boss in Psychonauts where you have to possess them in order to see where you are. But no, that, that's not what I'm thinking of. There's definitely a, a game in the last year or so where you're punching someone and then it switches to the Oh, there camera. was a, there was actually a fight night where that was a special thing. Yeah, that was in round three. Fight night. No, it's three. not that either. I didn't play that. Okay. But yeah, oh. you switched to their. Oh wait, was it God of War three? Oh, where I don't know if that you first see... person yeah, pummeling you, and you. Yeah, you punch him and then you poke out his eyes, don't you? Oh, okay, yeah. When you're fighting Poseidon. Yeah, I think. Yeah, there you go. I think you see yourself doing horrible things to yourself, except the camera is... Yeah. Yeah, Well, you see Kratos hitting you, but you're still controlling him. Right. I'm pretty sure you're right, yeah. And there's an eye thing with the two sticks. With the two sticks, yeah. Yep. Pretty gruesome. Um, So yeah, it's kind of like that. So if you like that, uh, Battletoads, check it out. Um, I I might play more of it, but... When's the notoriously difficult stage everyone fails at? Uh, that trends to be either the second or third. Oh, the second one with the rope repelling Yeah, down? if you're playing two-player, you almost always end up losing there because you end up killing each other. Okay. Or you get to Turbo Tunnel, which is stage three, and then you keep crashing into the walls. Oh, gotcha. Um, then yesterday I played uh, Around Every Corner, the new Walking Dead episode. Um, I did not play this. Oh, you haven't played no it yet? No spoilers. Okay, I just won't really talk about it then. Um, is it good? It's pretty good. I might best have one? some issues with it, but yeah. Is it the best one? I'm going to say no. What's the best one? What's the best one? Hmm. I still like that second one, but yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think. I kind of it I it's kind of one thing now at this point cuz it's it's just one big game, but I don't know. In terms of what, which one had the most interesting story developments, I'm, I haven't really thought about it that way. I guess yeah, I like that second one. But anyway. okay, okay, I'm excited. I want to play it, but I just haven't got to it yet. Uh, I played a little bit of Lollipop Chainsaw yesterday. I finally picked that up. Um, I just played through the first stage, which 
I think I'm kind of at a point where I'm playing through a lot of the same stuff I played at Paul's house, which is kind of mm-hmm. too bad because I've already seen it. But, but at least you're like getting to finish experiencing it now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll keep going through that at some point. How far did you ever resume after the baseball minigame shenanigans? Or no, I, uh, I never went back after chapter two was done. Right. I, I went back and finished. Got the, uh, the dad rating on that stage. Okay. I beat Dad's score, so like I, I don't have to play that stage anymore. And I got better at the baseball game, but it still kind of sucks, especially your first time. Right. So it just kind of derailed your enthusiasm for it, or did yeah. other stuff come up? Yeah. Okay. Um, I I think I generally still dig it. I, the, some, something about the combat, I don't know. It, it gets better the more moves you buy, right? Yeah, definitely. Because okay. the first stage, like I I picked up partway through at Paul's house, so it was like, this is pretty awesome, but I was not having as good a time. Yeah, no, it, it sucks at first till you get some moves, and then you can, like, properly sparkle hunt. Yeah. Okay. Once, once you get the proper moves for sparkle hunting, it gets a lot better. Okay. Um, that, that'll probably be a thing I'll, I'll do some more of this week. Um, then there's a game I only got to barely try out last night, but it's a, it's a game that's been interesting to me for a little bit. It's from Jordan Mechner, the guy behind Prince of Persia. It's this late 90s adventure game he did called Last Express. Hmm. I've heard I'm hearing a lot that. of people talk about it. Is this on iOS? Yeah, this just yeah. came out on iOS, I guess. I'm, I was looking into getting the PC version, but it's a pretty rare one, so it's like 100 bucks or something if you want to get it. And it's that. not on Steam? Uh, it's not on Steam, which is too bad. But it's it's neat to see that they actually found a way to release it again, um, so I could at least take a look at it. It's it's. I really like the central idea of it a lot. The actual presentation of it is very old-school adventure game, like that mid-90s PC Myst-style kind of interface, which I'm really not that used to, uh, like the first-person puzzle thing. Um, okay. But you're on a train uh, that is leaving... Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... It's basically the last train out before World War One is going to happen. So, I, And there's like murders and intrigue and whatnot on this train. Um, the coolest thing about it is time is always passing... So it's like a set amount of time, and there are all sorts of events happening all over the train simultaneously, as in real life, you know? Like, if you miss this conversation, it's because you weren't there, but that might hold some piece of information that you'd want to have, but there's... Yeah, they've added a whole hint system into this version of it, so it's probably a bit easier to get through. I was, like, really disoriented and stuff at first. Uh, The animation style is really strange. It's kind of reminding me of, like, late 70s rotoscope animation like okay. they kind of like they look very much like real people in a lot of ways but they have this kind of hard like stenciled out outline so, thing to so their it's faces. the same as print, the original Prince of Persia is that what they did for that too or yeah rotoscope the, that was the first rotoscope game I believe was Prince of Persia okay but because it's first person like there's dudes getting right up in your face and talking to you and whatnot so it's, oh, it's kind of it's kind of weird but I don't know like I only well so it's kind of like Hotel Dusk a little bit, yeah. Like, visually, I guess, you could compare it to that, too. Um, and, yeah, first-person, navig- like, arrows pointing around. And then kind of when you're kind of walking down a hallway, it just kind of has this weird kind of series of still images, but, like, ghosting on the side. It looks really strange. But, I don't know. I'm, I'm going I'm, to... I'm really glad there is that hint system, because I've kind of lost that patience for adventure gaming. <laughs> so I might just kind of cheese my way through that to see how the story plays out and mess around with the time mechanic and whatever. But, yeah, it's, it seems like a cool thing, and it was five bucks. Um, it took forever to download, though, so that's why I was I was playing at, like, four in the morning and didn't really have time to 
get too into it before I passed out. So I will play more of that at some point. Um, cool. And today I picked up uh, a pretty cheap PS3 copy of Condemned 2 Bloodshot, which I've been meaning to play again in general. Um, it was $8. So what, what brought that on? Just the price? Uh, no, I've been ra- wanting to play through it again for a while, um, but then my 360 broke and everything. That was kind of on my short list of games to revisit. Okay. Um, and I, I assume you beat the first one, right? Yep. It's been a while, so I can't remember some of the specifics, but I, I don't know. I just remember having a pretty pretty sweet time with the second one specifically, um, and the series in general. But playing it again, um, initially I was like, wow, this is like a beat-em-up in terms of structure. Like, it's just punch the dudes and then move on to the next area and then punch more dudes and whatever. So I was kind of get like, oh man, did I over-inflate how good this was? But then, I think it was the second level where you're kind of just in this big apartment complex, kind of, like, they start adding more of the forensics crime stuff into it, and then you're you also given guns and stuff for the first time. So you're kind of just clearing out this building with very limited ammo, and that's where I started getting back into it. Like, I like some of the stuff they do with the combat, like, the shooting combat specifically. Like, I remember the first time I played it, uh, I was going for an achievement where you use melee exclusively the whole time, so I didn't actually get to do this much. But his aim is really bad, because Ethan Thomas is kind of just a burned-out wreck. Yeah, so, he's, he's a major drunk in this one. Yeah, so you actually have to drink in order to kind of steady your nerves, and then you'll be a better shot, which I thought was a okay. neat little character detail. Like, no, he's he's an alcoholic. You need to keep him good that way, or else he'll be kind of crappy. Um, but yeah, you're... Like, your gun is kind of constantly wavering around. Like, he's not steady-handed at all, which makes kind of it difficult to shoot guys well. And also, you have very limited ammo, which kind of raises the tension on that even more. So, kind of each encounter was pretty intense in a pretty cool way. So, I really dug that level. Um, but then, like, there, there's just some weird transitions between the gameplay and cutscenes. Like, they, there seems to be some sort of... I don't know, they don't line up 100% right. Like, that level ended, and then it was just me getting chased by, like, a gang of dudes, which did not happen. So, I don't know. I I still have some issues with the way it's organized, but I like the grimy kind of mood it's going for, and the combat is pretty good, even though it is kind of just punching and kicking dudes and whatever. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably still go through that a little more. Oh, and I also like how when you're doing the forensics crime-solving stuff, even though it's, like, really holding your hand through all that stuff and it kind of stops you. It's like, hey, this is a clue area. You want to look for clues? That your attention is kind of divided between, like, your camera and your UV lights and all this stuff, and then dudes can kind of still come up on you. It's a good opportunity for some weird scares and stuff. So it it got the tension going pretty good. If memory Um, serves, I think they they made the forensic and that stuff easier in this one than in the first one. Like, it's been ages since I went through Condemned 1. Yeah, like... I'm trying to remember how they... I remember they did some cool jump scares with the forensics tools in that one, too. Uh, this mm-hmm. one, they kind of just... There's no way to really get it wrong. It just kind of grades you on how good of a cop you are. Um, so it's kind of like you're reporting back to headquarters, and it's like, hey, what does this look like to you? And you're just like, well, this is blood splatter, but you are kind of have to describe it, and you can get good... Uh, excellent or perfect, I guess. I'm, I'm actually not sure what the mid-tier one is. But yeah, they're kind of grading you on your cop work or whatever, and at the end you get kind of a report. So, yeah, I don't think anything you do with the mystery stuff can really impede you from progressing. It'll just kind of grade you, 
I was doing okay on that stuff. I think I got one wrong because I wasn't really sure. Like, I kind of forgot that aspect to it and whatever. Um, and then they just do some kind of horror game type weird surreal stuff that happens now and then with Ethan Thomas going crazy. Um, and that stuff was okay. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm generally pretty happy with it still. Although, how much it kind of guides you from place to place is kind of reminding me of recent theories I've been hearing about a lot of modern game design is kind of like a theme park design. Hmm. Like, so you're kind of going through a haunted house, and then something jumps out, and then you go over here, and oh, like, you know, it's kind of got the same pacing to it as a well-done amusement park ride, which is kind of cool, but I like freedom of exploration and stuff quite a bit, and this game isn't that kind of game, so that's still, I don't know. Like, I was thinking, I don't know how well they fleshed out the multiplayer stuff, but I was thinking, like, with these action mechanics, it would be really cool to just have a mode where you have to clear out a building full of crazy people like ped like or terrorist hunt kind of thing like yeah a i remember style. they had they had some multiplayer mode that was apparently like really cool but everything else was fairly generic the one i, I remember was like hobos versus cop dudes and that was just really unbalanced like it was just not fun like i kept getting gunned down all the time um i bet no one's playing this game now <laughs> but probably not how old is condemned 2 is at least three or four years yeah i think it's 08 i think it was late 08 so, well, I was happy it was yeah. relatively inexpensive, and it's still kind of probably my preferred monolith property. Like, I like the Fear games, but not as much. This one had a little more character and stuff for me, but hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was actually the last one I played this week. That that was yeah. just before the show. So, cool. Thankfully, my list is short, so we can move on to news after this. Okay. Uh, I started with that hot, hot new title, Crosswords Plus. Nice. This sounds familiar. What? Where's this? Where is this? What do you mean? Like, what is this? Sorry. Oh, it's dumb... it's crosswords game for 3ds. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe I was just like, I oh, it's in the newspaper towards the back. <laughs> I, I bought a newspaper. <laughs> I actually, I actually just grabbed the entire there's, stack. There's like yeah, they, have, they have comics in here. Did you guys know that? Oh like man, Garfield. he hates Mondays like me. Whoa. I, I relate to this cat. Yeah. And his love of lasagna. And spiders yeah. and everything. Coffee is pretty good. I had one today. Remember Rex Morgan, MD? Oh, no, yeah. I do not. What is that? That was like the com- that was like the one comic that wasn't funny ever. It was a soap ever. opera in like daily comic form. Yeah. What about like Kathy? That was no. That's funny so, that. There's jokes in that. This is literally like they were trying to just tell a story, but it sucked. And I I haven't met someone who liked it. Yeah, someone somewhere must have been collecting those, right? But it's like the notorious like. Like, I'm kind of curious. To, I want to almost Wikipedia it to find out what the story was. Like, oh, like, see what happened over the course of this doctor's life? Yeah, like, what story did they tell? Because I definitely did not read it. Okay. Yeah, it was always the weird curiosity on the page. It's just like, man, all of these are funny. What's this one doing? I don't understand. Yeah. At some point, <laughs> they seem to kind of wrong. move it to a different page. Like, it was just on its own page with some other stuff. Just, just hangs out by the editorials. Right, maybe they were getting complaints. It's like, well, I don't it was like, cause get like, it. I haven't looked at a newspaper in a long time, and so maybe it was like a kid or something, so it's like, this is like the political ones, and because I'm a kid, I don't get it, so it's not funny. Right, like, Doonesbury wasn't funny because it was commenting on political issues that were highly specific to the time. I'm, I'm reading some now, and those are still kind of satire, and they work, but they're not for you when you're 10. But that one just sure. seemed to be... I don't know what they were trying to do. 
it was a soap opera. It was pretty much a soap opera. But anyway, okay. So you were playing Crosswords on the DS. That sounds fun. Cro- on the Crosswords is it plus on the 3DS. Okay. So what's so plus about it? There's more 3D. Puzzles. Okay. Is this a sequel to Crosswords? Yes, it is. Okay. Do they still highlight the D and the S on the cover? It. Uh, no. I think they took is that out. Is this a download? One. It can be, yeah. Oh, but it's a retail as it's well? A, it's a retail and download, yeah. Okay. So this is 40 bucks? 30 30 bucks. okay. Money well spent? Uh, well, if you like crosswords, yeah. Like, it's a good puzzle game to me. Okay. I don't, I don't like crosswords. Do they get into stuff like, like newspaper crosswords will, like actors and movie names and stuff like that too, or do they keep it more general? Like, it's I like, don't know. So far, I'm only on like the easy and medium puzzles, so they're not doing stuff like that yet. It's not like actress Pfeiffer, and you're just like, oh, Michelle. I haven't seen anything like that yet. Like I said, only in the easy and medium. Oh, okay. I prefer uh, word searches. That's in there too. <laughs> oh, there no, you go. I, I don't know because that's where cross what. Yeah, no, Crosswords Plus comes with word searches and anagrams. Is that what the plus is? Well, I think that was in the DS one as well, but yeah. Oh, okay. So it's like a hidden bonus. Yeah, you get yeah you can do a bunch of word searches, and you can do a bunch of anagrams where you get like a bunch of letters and you have to spell as many words as you can. Yeah, anagrams I don't think are great. Yeah, they're they're hit and miss. Okay. <laughs> this was a good anagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, so you play with the 3D on? No. What, what would that even do in this game? Just yeah. the words, like the I think that would just make the letters or... stand out more. I think that's it. Okay. okay. Like the HUD would pop out a bit. All right. Nice. I'm, I'm almost curious enough, curious enough to try that right now because it's right in front of me. Okay. Okay. Let's, well, let's while see you do like. that, tell us about your next exciting game. Uh, I have to actually remember what I wrote down because it is hard to pronounce. The Denpa Men. They came by wave. I have no idea what this is. This is a 3DS download game. Oh, okay. Is it like DARPA in some way? No. Okay. Uh, it's 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 a miniature RPG. What Whoa. you do is uh, you use the 3DS's camera to pick up radio waves. And Real then, life radio waves? I guess. I don't know. I think it's just picking up wireless signals from my internet. Okay, mm-hmm. but actual things, not just like, hey, look, we put a red line in front of your couch. Yeah, no, exactly. Okay. Actual things. And, like, these little sprite characters appear. You have to capture them, and they will join your team, and you have to do, like, send out this RPG-ish team. Oh, I played this game, and they're in little balls, right? And No, no. You can hold six of them at a time? No, no. <laughs> Nothing like that. Okay. But like, it's just a simple RPG. Like, you have, like, a group of up to eight characters going through a dungeon, fighting these monsters. It, it seems like a weird mix of a roguelike game and just a, a basic RPG, and it's actually really fun. It looks kind of cool. Like, on this website, there's three dudes dressed up in suits, kind of like Teletubbies or something. Is that in the game, too? Those characters would be, yeah, I believe. But, like, creepy live-action versions of them? No. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're all cartoon characters. All right, so this is just Nintendo's and advertising now I'm just thinking of, like, Pikmin. continuing to be awesome. They do kind of look like Pikmin, in a way. Was this When did this come out? I think this came out, like, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Okay. And this is, okay, so is this a 3DS Wear game? This is a 3DS download game, yeah, whatever they want to call it. Okay, how much is it? This one was seven bucks, I think, eight bucks. Okay. So I, I'm, I don't know if I'm. They make it seem like there's only four areas for it to go through, but they're fairly big. So like the right. the the final place, I I'm air quoting that. Uh, you need to be level 15 
My party's currently around like level nine or ten, but I'm only in the second area. Okay. So I don't know how much more there is to it, but it's what I've been playing so far. I've really enjoyed. Sure. Sure. Okay. Do you recommend it? Yes, definitely. Cool. I also got to play uh, Fractured Soul for the 3DS download. Was that this week? That. Well, I think that was like two weeks ago. Download as well. It was close to Denpamen. Okay. And this is another 3DSware? Mm-hmm. Are either of these being played with 3D on? No. Okay. What is Fractured Soul? It is a uh, 2D platforming game where you have two alternate worlds on each of your screens, and you have to flip back and forth between them to progress through puzzles. Okay. I swear you talk about this game every week. No. Every week you seem to talk about some flipping game on your 3DS. Flipping game? Yeah, where you flip back and forth with stuff. Gravity or... Okay. Is it just me? Am I just the crazy one here? I think you're the crazy yeah, one. Yeah, you're okay. just having some well, weird deja vu experience. Do you want me to start flipping through like the dock to see what I've been playing? Like, yeah, that... it turns out three months ago there was this other okay. game. Whatever. Is it? Is it? A, is it a download game you said? Is it amazing? It's It's kind of fun. How much is it? Uh, this one was like twelve bucks. Whoa, that's the most. Yeah, I know game. that blew my mind when I saw it. Whoa, this is like the Square Enix of iOS because all their games are like sixteen bucks. I have enjoyed what I've played though. It is very challenging. Okay. Mighty Flip Force, Mighty Switch Force. Oh, you're thinking Mighty Switch Force, or either either Mighty the Mighty Flip Champs which is a DSiWare game, or Mighty Switch Force, which is a 3DS game. Do they both involve flipping? Uh, Mighty Switch Force doesn't. That one involves switching. But Mighty <laughs> Flip Chance does, yes, involve... This is such a stupid conversation. <laughs> You're the one who got so obsessed with it. Uh, tell me about Sonic Generations again. Uh, it's the Sonic game. I just finished all the missions, and I'm never going to play that game again. Alright. It just... I love the game itself, but getting all the missions was just irritating. I literally got to a point where I had to just keep collecting play coins and spending them to get missions. Is this the one that, that really focuses on Sonic specifically? Like, it's like yes. Those side characters aren't really there? Yes. Okay. That is Sonic Generations, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, like, each of the stages is from a previous Sonic game. Okay, just briefly, since we're talking about Sega stuff, are you at all in that camp of people who's interested in the HD release of Knights? I don't know because I never actually bothered to play my Saturn version. Oh, okay. Like I, I'm like there's two wildly different camps on it as to whether it's even a good game. So I'm not sure. Maybe I'd like I, it. I don't know. I I think it might it has passed its time. Okay. But from I I also have not played it, so I can't actually say. Okay. Hey, this is what you should do. Okay. Okay. I'll just. Hey. This mulling is what you over that. Do. How much is uh, it? Knights? Yeah. I think it's 10 bucks. Is, it, 10? Is, it, is it even out? I didn't think it was yeah. out yet. No, it came out, I think, on last Friday, I think. Oh, yeah, okay. if it's the HD. Uh, 10 bucks, that's not bad. I was going to say, because Jet Grind Radio only just came out recently, or Jet Set Radio, whatever. No, that was a couple weeks ago, and I think, yeah, Knights was a bit cheaper than normal. I think it's 10 bucks. Okay. Well, who knows? That might that might happen. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, I've also been watching my girlfriend play a large chunk of Resident Evil 6. How? Okay. Is it? Okay, so the internet seems to hate it. Is it that bad? Like, is it actually See, here, here's the thing. Um, I watched her play through the majority of Leon's campaign. Yeah, is she digging it? She, yeah. Uh, 
the majority of people that I've read online said Leon's campaign is the best of the three. Like, I've heard it described as Leon's is great, Chris's is good, or okay, and Jake's suck. Okay. So, I I guess I watched her play through the best part of six, and it looked really good. But it's not, like, super scary. It's it's more like five. Like, if you found five scary at all, you'll find six scary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Otherwise, it's it's a action-y-ish shooting game. Okay. Like, you, you can finally walk and shoot. Right. And there's four campaigns over the course of it, so it's, yeah. it's a there's long Yeah, there's three and then, and then a hidden one afterwards. Yeah. So that, that's weird. Oh, so speaking of like, long, stages are huge. Yeah? Okay. Like, I think oh, it took, like each chapter is like ninety minutes or something. Yeah, there, there's five chapters per each like char- character, and the first chapter shit took her two hours to beat. Okay. Or like under or somewhere between hour and a half and two hours. Mm-hmm. I think overall it took her like seven or eight gameplay hours to get through Leon's campaign. Wh- why aren't but you she jumping was, in? She wasn't rushing through it. Why aren't you jumping in with that co-op, dude? Um, because I've been busy getting stuff unpacked. Okay, so you'll just kind of glance over and be like, oh, Resident Evil's happening. All right. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I'll either take a break or just work on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't... Like, if it's, like, the highest benchmark it reaches is the first campaign is as good as five, then I'm well, not going to like it. Well, okay, you can play the campaigns in any order, at least the first three. Oh, so you're saying play... So play it backwards so it gets better. It's up to you. Like, all three campaigns eventually intertwine. Mm-hmm. But I believe if you play Leon's first, like, you get eased into it more. Like, you learn all the intricacies of the controls. And then when you get to Chris's and it becomes more of an action-type game, you're already adjusted. Okay. So, wait, you seem kind of into it. Is that is this correct? I will you... probably sit down and play it at some point in the next week. I will okay. probably be able to talk about my own personal experience with it. Because, okay. yeah, there's been major critical backlash on it. Which, I didn't really like that demo, so I'm not, you know, that might be fine with me, but... I didn't spend enough time... I played Jake's demo when I was at E3, and I didn't get to play too much time with it. Okay. Uh, is there any comments on the draft situation at all in the story? The what? Just a bad joke about the the whole art. About the logo? The logo, yeah. I'm surprised Oh, oh the it. giraffe! Yeah. I heard draft. I was like, draft? What? Yeah. The Capcom marketing thing on Facebook made at least acknowledged it, but I don't know. I guess they couldn't change it. I can't get it out of my head. Anyway. I know, it, it's very awkward, because, like, on the cover, it's literally the largest thing on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zing! hey How about some news? How about some news? news? Alright. News! I can tell you all about news. Yay! That's how about, what you want. How about you tell me about Flux? Flux! Remember Flux, Nathan? Yeah, it was the first game we played at PAX 2012. First game what? you played at PAX 2012... Yeah, it was the f- yeah. I At was that upstairs. point, I'd already been playing games for an hour, right? Because you had all the passes and everything. But yeah, it was the first yeah. thing I really did. At Pax Flux is a card game about the rules are always changing. I own it. It's it's really weird. I haven't had a chance uh, to actually I've... play it since. I I have it. I've been bringing it around, but it just I don't know. People don't want to go. Games can uh, flux like ought to go really fast or really long. I've mm-hmm. noticed. Yeah, yeah. That's that's part of the I think the charm. Uh, anyway, just quick thing, it's coming to iOS later this year, it's got pass and play, it's got online, asynchronous, so Nathan, you and I should play some. Is it just standard Flux, or is it like... I'm assuming they'll be selling the expansions onto it. So it's like, Monty Python, coming soon. I only have standard Flux, so... Uh, my my buddy has Star Flux, it's actually pretty fun. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. 
Uh, moving on from that to Kevin Butler. Kevin Butler. Remember? Does everyone remember Kevin Butler? The yeah, PlayStation was... marketing thing. Is that the actor's name too? No, that's no, the, no, no. That's not the actor's name. That's the character. Okay, okay. And that is key to this piece of news. All right. So Kevin Butler, for those who don't know, was the head of everything at Sony. Basically, he was the VP of everything. Yeah, like, sorry, the VP vice president of, of everything or something. Like they'd give him some um, bogus title. Yeah, so, you know, he was in all the commercials, and he loved PlayStation. He, the actor, is being sued by Sony, because the actor appeared in a Bridgestone Tires commercial that featured a contest they had for the Wii. So it had him playing the Wii and enjoying it. And Sony was like, because the actor is there, so is Kevin Butler, so we're suing you for using the character Kevin Butler. That's so terrible. It's like, we own you now. You are now a Sony character. Like, yeah. the person. I don't know. That That's too bad. They have since altered the commercials so that you don't see him playing it anymore. Yeah, he's not even in the commercial at all anymore. Yeah, they just have... Because it used to be like, him and a girl playing with the Wii. Now it's just the girl playing with the Wii. But I guess they're still suing him or suing Bridgestone or something for using the Kevin Butler character. Just really weird. Like, really weird. Well, I, I I guess, like, anyone who's seen those ads would look at the, the Wii one and be like, oh, hey, Kevin Butler's playing the Wii, that's weird. Right, but it's kind of like, yeah, now we own your likeness, and it's like, what? Well, there had to be, some, there had to be something in his contract. I guess that's a weird contract to be like, your face is now Sony property. If you show up anywhere, that means Kevin Butler is showing up there, so So don't. it better not involve video games, and if they do, they have to be Sony. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Like, if it was just a tire ad. Maybe. But maybe, what if Sony hates tires? Then he can't be on that ad. Hmm. Or if the license for that specific tire isn't in the new Gran Turismo, then, you know, you can't have it. Yeah. Or, yeah, who knows? It seems knows? only the edited one is on YouTube, so I don't even get to see the original. Yeah, I just found, like, a screenshot when I read the article. I, I saw the original ad. He was, like, literally talking about the Wii in it. Okay. I was like, man, this is fun. Game on. Yeah, well, he's talking about, like, the ad. Like, oh, you get a Nintendo Wii with it. And then he's, like, yeah. playing Mario Kart and being excited that he won a race. Okay. Which, uh, instead, he should be playing Little Big Planet Karting. Mm. When is the last time there was a Kevin Butler ad? Well, I, I can't remember. No idea. I don't think there's been one this year. If there when is... was the last time I really watched commercials at all? <laughs> Good point. Yeah. All right. Kevin Butler. Butler starts with a B. So does the word book. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't love books? I, li- I books are great. Uh, I went to the library today. I got some books. So. Book burners don't like books. Book burners don't like books. I read Fahrenheit four five one. I was actually four, looking five, for that book today at the library. I got a different Ray Bradbury book. That's okay. weird. Okay. I like I like that I like that movie. Okay. Fahrenheit four five one. Anyway, that's a cool book. Anyway. Humble Indie Bundle, we all like that. They're great. I do. I'm mixing... I've picked up two this year. Yeah, I usually pick up, like, every one of them. Mm -hmm. But, anyway, they are doing something a little different. The Humble Ebook Bundle, where they're giving you books for whatever price you want. Cool, man. um, Are they good books? From what I'm told, I'm I'm not a huge uh, sci-fi reader, um, but from what I'm told by people of, like, Will Smith of Tested.com... The books are great. 
and the authors are great. Uh, if they do that, they have the thing again where if you beat the average, you can. Um, do you get the soundtrack to the books? You don't get the soundtrack for the books. Damn it! You do get an additional one or two books. One of them is a graphic novel uh, by Neil Gaiman. They're on the left if you see the little image, or if you go to the website. Uh, it's still up. Let me. I want to try and find the get to the actual site, see where it's still up at, or how much longer it's still up. So it's still up for another eleven days as of this recording. Ten from when you guys are hearing this. Uh, so you can get in there. You can pay what you want for it. And I hear the books are good, and the current average that you'd have to beat is $12.44. In order to get all of them, or? In order to get all eight. So seven books, I think it's, I think it's seven books and a graphic novel. And they can go on any uh, e-reader device you have, I'm told. So. That's just kind of a cool thing. I'd be into that if they did this with music and whatever else. Well, I mean, the most they do for music is usually giving away the soundtracks. Right? No, but I just mean like a humble indie bundle version of like, but albums. Like, pay what you want for these ten. So, hmm. that's what I'm just saying. It's a it's a great pricing model. So, last bit of news, and we kind of touched on this earlier. Uh, Borderlands Two is already getting its first DLC uh, next week, October sixteenth. It's called Captain Scarlet and Her Pirate's Booty. All right. It's ten Hot. bucks, or you get it with the season pass, which. I have the season pass. Uh, it's a completely new area. There's a new vehicle. It looks like a boat thing. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's coming out. I'm excited. John, are you going to play it? Yeah, but I need to beat the main game first. So that's you, what do, I do. Do you have to beat first. it first, or you just want to jump in with me? I'd rather beat the main game first. Oh, that game's long, dude. I know. You should play this with me. It's probably going to be like three hours. No, I'm gonna, I gotta get through the game, man. Sorry. What level are you anyway? Do you know, remember? 16 or 17. I think I might... Yeah. Actually, 18, maybe. I think I'm like 36. So. Last thing I remember doing was meeting Ellie and doing the Top Gun mission. And then, like, that's wandering a, around a bit. That's, that's a long way away. I anyway, know. I mentioned this earlier, and I forgot to bring it up. Great deal this week. EB Games was trying to get rid of all of their, like, Wii DJ Hero stuff. Oh, yeah? So I bought DJ Hero and an additional turntable because it's that double package thing where they just shrink wrapped two of them together. Yeah, mm-hmm. cost me three dollars. Yeah, my buddy was telling me about that the other day. Oh, dude, that's. And I was thinking, I am never going to play this. Like, it is still wrapped up in a corner. Uh-huh. I'm not probably. I'm probably not going to plug my Wii in again. Three dollars. I guess. It's done. It's taking up space in your place. That, your that takes now. up a lot of space. It's yeah. not that big. Like, it's not a Renegade Edition. It's like a, it's like two shoe boxes. They had Renegade Editions for three bucks as well. Okay. They did. I Not at my store. And I already have a Renegade Edition. <laughs> I do too. And that table is only useful for so long before you put it away. But, yeah. Okay. Is that, is the, is that only for the Wii versions? Only the Wii version. Otherwise, okay. I would have picked up a PS3 version. Yeah. That. Oh, well. That was my next question. Just, yeah. So that was stupid, so I did that. Um, that That's all I got for news. There's your news section this week. News! Okay. Takes us time for questions and emails. What is the email? Or, or is it just Twitter? What is the email? Yeah. The email is topdownperspective at gmail.com. Okay. Topdownperspective at gmail. Email at gmail.com. Gmail. 
That'd be great if there's a website email that's just at gmail.com. Gmail. <laughs> I wonder who has email at gmail.com. I do. No, I don't. I do right now. John has it, so everyone should email him. Yeah. Topdownrespective at yeah. gmail.com is the email address. The Twitter address is at TDP Podcast. And we're on Facebook. You can just search us there. So that's how you get your questions in. So many ways. Look at all those ways. Okay. Uh, so here's the questions. They're by a bunch of people. They're all just, John, how's your house? <laughs> that's basically the questions this week. Yeah, Zach is the one I'm looking at. How does John like uh, the new house? Brooke and Ryan, they were actually before Zach. Oh, okay. So I just, you know, they all just want to know how your house is doing. John, how's your house? Uh, it's adequate. Nice. <laughs> I, well, I don't know how to put it. Like we, we didn't, we didn't move out of choice. We moved okay. out of need. So, do you miss the old place though? A little bit. Uh, there are some things I do like about this place. Like, there's like, three, like, there's three rooms upstairs instead of two. Okay, bonus room. Do whatever you mm-hmm. want. Put posters up in there or something. Yeah. Well, no, I've converted it to like my, my full blown office because uh, at the other house, the spare room was also my office. Okay, so you got yeah office. Good so stuff. yeah, so here, here now I've got like all the. Like, all my bookshelves with all my games on it. Uh, the arcade machine will be here once it finally arrives. Uh, the spare room is currently just our storage room. Because the, the downside is we only had two rooms at the old place, but it also had like a loft above the garage we could store stuff in. Okay. So we lost that. So we've got a lot so less storage. Is it a bigger room. place? Uh, yes and no. It, like, well, the, it's some... like a square foot. So I, I haven't looked at the square foot. Okay. Like it, it feels like it's bigger in some ways, and in some ways it's smaller. So like the bathroom is twice the size, nice, and has shelving units in it, which is nice. Do you have a pool? <laughs> no, like you'd be able, to, like you'd be able to use it in Calgary, anyways. Well, for like two weeks a year, you could. <laughs> Yay! To be uh, fair, September was really hot. I know, and then we had major amounts of snow yesterday. You got snow? Oh right, you don't. Yeah, you're back in Lethbridge. Yeah, yeah we had tons of snow. Was, yeah, there was snow this morning. Got the tiniest bit of snow. There was enough for me to go, oh man, I wish I didn't have these ape shoes right now. And then I went out and did errands. But Yeah, I had, I had to brush off the car and stuff like that. I got a bunch of snow in my sneakers. Winter's here. Because my winter shoes are still packed. <laughs> I was biking this morning. Oh, boom. I hate you so much right now. It's all windy there, though, right? So, boom. Not yet. It, in the fall, it doesn't get windy. Every t- other time, it gets windy. Okay. So. I also have obligatory upload schedule question. Really? Yeah, sorry. I, I don't like bothering you with that stuff. You don't need to answer if you don't want to. Well, I I only finished unpacking everything recently, so I can start working on videos again. So Yeah, anything you want to plug? Lay off, guys. Plug yourself. Uh, I, I post videos occasionally, okay. so watch those, catch them right. where they're at. Can I plug cool. stuff? Yeah, sure. you can plug, what do you want to unplug? Uh, Pixel Response, we're doing a kind of more focus on indie developers, so there's going to be another podcast pretty soon, um, and that'll be kind of interviews. Is this weekly? Uh, I'm not sure what the schedule is, so I don't want to say too much stuff right okay. now, I'm not in charge right. of the, actually doling them out, but, um, Yeah. Stay tuned for fun stuff in the future. I guess I would also also like to plug something else from Pixel Response. Okay. Okay. Uh, Paul and I are eventually going to be doing like a retro podcast. Right. So this is four podcasts a week. Well, actually, I don't know if any of these are weekly. 
the podcast. I, I don't. I don't know. If the, I think his intent is to make this one weekly, but I don't, he hasn't. We haven't locked it down yet. So just stuff about Battletoads. Well, we talked. There. Yeah, we talked about a secret game. Okay. And we, so it's all okay. We might. Spoiled we might. I think secret. we might. We might try to do like a, a kind of a book club kind of thing, where like okay. we pick a game and then everyone just plays through it and. So, just, so it'd be you'd do it like once every couple weeks, then, right? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Give people time to you know go get the game. It, right. It'd be it'd be mostly retro stuff, so it'd be easier for people to do that with. So that's true. Yeah, especially if it's on like a download service. Yeah, if it's on like the Wii or something, that'll be easy. Yeah, or Steam, even. Do you guys have names for either of these, or is it still hidden secrets? Still secret. I think I think we're still deciding on the name. Okay, Nathan. Sorry, well, it's, do you guys have a name for it, or is it secret? No, we don't have a proper name set up yet. Sorry, it's uh, okay. indie related thing at pixelresponse dot com. Indiegogo. So, Indiegogo. That's not actually what it's called. Uh, it may Maybe involve. That's what it should be called. Yeah. And then and then John's will be retro a go go. <laughs> part of the a talk with series, but it's more specific than that. I don't know. But anyway. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, and then I guess last thing, uh, game of the week. Yeah. Ooh. I'm yeah. gonna go with your game of the. I'm gonna, gonna go with uh, the Gravity Bone because it's a free, okay. cool thing. So you guys should all check it out. It's... I'll probably check it out this okay. weekend. Ah, I'm I'm gonna say Resident Evil Six. Okay. You didn't even play it. I know. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. If I can't count Resident Evil Six, I'll say Denpaman. That okay. did look pretty cool. So. Um. So I've had Borderlands for tw- two weeks in a row now. <laughs> Is it gonna be three? I no, I I don't want it to be three. So I'll say uh, Pokemon. I'll say Black Penny Arcade Blue. episode three. Okay, will be my game of the week. Sorry, Peter. That's the show. <laughs> All right, there you go. No, Peter's never gonna be my game of the week. <laughs> oh, that would have been so funny. That was that's so dumb. What a dumb thing. Why did they, they put so many re- so much resource into that? What are they doing? They apparently they have money to blow. Every I'm couple of say, months, they just come I'm out with a new game. I'm going to plug something. Nothing to do with me, really. Okay. Uh, Walking Dead Season 3 starts this Sunday. Ooh. The TV show. So check that yeah. out. They're going to That's a prison. Exciting. I'm excited for that. They're going to the prison. What's going to happen there? Something bad. Probably. Probably Well, zombies. I've read the comics, so I know what happens. Probably but you zombies. don't know quite how it happens in this one. Maybe someone else will die. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyways, I guess that's the end of the show. We'll be back next week. Hopefully. Sweet.